Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 100 Yards of Football. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. Today's video is our 2024 NFL Draft Prospect, Jalen Polk, wide receiver out of the University of Washington. So if you like the video, please come in and share it. I'm your host, Vincent Turner, and the gentleman that's going to be breaking down Mr. Polk's game today here on 100 Yards Football. I can't say no more. He's the most talented guy covering the NFL draft right now. And I'm going to tell you a true story. There's been about seven major websites that came to 100 Yards of Football. One of them is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Another one is in Atlanta, Georgia. Another one is in Roswell, Georgia. And you know what? All this week they've been talking about the NFL draft and they've been talking about the quarterbacks. But I wonder why. Well, I tell you why they've been coming to 100 Yards of Football. First, I'm going to start with our outstanding producer, Mr. Logan Landis, for making us look good. But this gentleman right here, this handsome gentleman from Key West, Florida, by way of Minneapolis, Minnesota, he's been bringing his thing since he's been here on 100 Yards Football. So I'm going to let him talk about Mr. Polk. I call him the Phil Collins of the 2024 NFL Draft, Mr. Daniel Kelly. How you doing today, sir? Hey, I'm doing really well, Mr. Turner. Thank you so much. I feel like breaking the song if you're going to compare me to Phil Collins. I mean. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about Mr. Polk today. Absolutely. We can maybe make a song about uh, about uh, Mr. Polk at some point uh, down the road. But absolutely, folks. Hey, uh, thank you so much for everybody who's uh, listening and watching the show today. Thank you so much, uh, Logan, to our producer and Mr. Turner, who uh, with a nice setup there. And uh, yeah, it's about that time of the year. I'm bringing the heat uh, because we're getting closer and closer to the 2024 NFL draft by the day. John Polk there on your screen number two, you can see him of course um you know i don't uh, sing with the choir or get along to go along or go along to get along like they say uh when it comes to these prospects every single evaluation on my nfl draft website firstroundmock.com is predicated based on the game film all I do is write down what's on the game film. And, of course, in scouting, what you're doing is you're looking for the tendencies and the patterns. You're not looking for the one-off. You're looking for the tendencies and patterns over a sustained period of time. And then putting on those NFL glasses, like I like to say, and projecting him to what has been proven to succeed in the National Football League. Let's get down to business. When I talk about game film, I looked at, uh, at, at Polk there, number two. Two. I looked at him at six games in 2022, circle back. I'm doing two years of game film now to try to hedge it even more and try to become even more accurate. And then I came back in 2023 and I watched uh, him. And you can go right to the website, right to his evaluation. You can click on this link and see for yourself. 2023, I looked at him against Oregon, USC, Utah, Boise State, Arizona, uh, Tulsa, Washington State, and ASU. I believe wholeheartedly in NFL draft evaluations must have built-in accountability. 6'2", 204, and yes, turn up the volume, 
a first round grade alert on Polk. We need to turn up the volume on Jalen Polk. Um, comp right off the bat. Let's 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 get this thing jazzed up. Uh, my comp for Jalen Polk is Andre Risen. It was some of us remember him. Uh, played at 6'1", 188. Uh, we're talking about number fifty-two all time. Andre Risen over ten k receiving yards. Uh, remembered as a nickname, Bad Moon Risen, I believe. Um, and um, you know, Polk this last year: sixty-nine receptions, eleven hundred fifty-nine yards, sixteen point eight yard average, nine touchdowns, long of twenty-two, and a partridge in a pear tree. As of today, right? As of today, only 10% of the NFL draft community, that's right, a measly 10%, has given and assigned a first-round value grade to Jalen Polk. Uh, but that doesn't bother me. Nope, not at all. Polk has made a believer out of me. There is just something about him. Let's unpack what that something is. In short, explosive uh, look and feel is what I saw in game film. And the game film, as they say, does not lie. Uh, catches about just about everything thrown in his direction. That's a really important trait when you're talking about wide receivers. That's their primary job, to catch the ball. Uh, there's more to like about Polk. Uh, yes, he was overshadowed, of course, by fellow wide receiver with the Washington Huskies, Roma Duze. But Polk is this, this, this physical guy who, who, who releases physically off the line and he runs like he means it after the catch yes yakety yak yards after the catch while while he can catch the short stuff and he does that make no mistake polk will make his his living earn his nfl paychecks downfield that's his zip code that's his domain that's where he does his best work like an olympian he runs as a long strider and explodes all the starting gates uh sports car like acceleration uh and he can blow past a corner and he can run under a deep rainbow shot for six okay watching polka and game film is well what's it like let's see uh, it's really like watching an NBA star driving to the hoop for the dunk. Uh, he's aggressive. He has a commanding presence. This is the way I would talk if I was sitting in an NFL war room pre-draft with all the coaches, the GM, the owners. I speak with conviction because that's what I have after watching this guy in film. I like Polk a lot. Uh, he's somebody who attacks the ball when it's coming his way. Uh, of course, that makes him a candidate to draw pass interference calls because he mixes it up with corners. Uh, excellent uncontested catches, especially for super tight press man coverage. Polk is strong, um, and, and as in physically strong. He's a beacon of strength, okay, in every regard. Strong personality, too. He can get emotional, fired up. Hey, listen, I love the receivers. I love me a receiver that can get emotional, fired up. My favorite receiver of all time, Gary Clark, to play for the Washington Redskins. I love that. Hey, show me that football is important to you, and that will help you on my board for sure. This guy is a is 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 he has long toned muscular arms. You can kind of see that on your screen there when you look at his picture. But enough of the pomp and circumstances, enough of all the smoke and fluff, right? Okay, catch rate. Let's get down to business. 2022 at Texas Tech, 74%, 2021 at Washington, 71%, 2022, 60%, and 2023, 68%. Now let's really put them under the microscope. Let's really unpack what Jalen Polk does. Let's start with the 
positives, okay? This is a guy who's a classic number one receiver, can line up outside, but he does have what I call positional pre-snap flexibility and versatility, okay? He can slip into a slot is what I mean pre-snap. You can motion him out. Nice size target. You can see that with his size. He excels at all three route levels. What do I mean? Short, intermediate, and deep. Short to intermediate range being zero to 19 yards, deep beyond that. This guy's a competitive receiver, okay? Let's let's grab a hold of that. Competitive. Good trait to have. He achieves route leverage very well with his physicality, and he has cat quick change of direction. Very important to grab a hold of this. Why is that important? Because listen, NFL corners are experienced. They're savvy. Rookies coming in. You got to have more than just, you know, the, the basics. Okay. You got to have a quick change of direction. You have to be able to sell the routes and boop, go inside. Boop go outside. You got double move. You got to be able to have quick change of direction in order to create a large enough throwing window for your quarterback. And Jay Lynn Polk does have that cat quick change of direction. Very important for wide receivers. Excellent vision uh, and, and concentration. Another important trait. Again, most important trait a receiver has. What does he do for a job? Catch the ball. Polk has good concentration. He shows he can look the football into his hands. He concentrates well. A ball comes into him, and he concentrates very well. Looks the ball into his hands. He will fight for the ball. This is the kind of guy you want. You guy want a guy who has a defensive mentality. He's an offensive player. He will fight for the ball. Good natural reach with those long arms that you see on your screen. And he excels really at slant routes, right, where he can use that nice size frame to kind of go inside and box out, you know, corners, uh, works the sidelines exceptionally well on game film. You can watch all this at firstroundmock.com by pulling up his evaluation. Uh, I got the links right on there. You can click on them. You can watch his stuff. You can see for yourself. All I do is write it down like a court reporter. Um, good ball tracking skills, too. Um, in other words, he, he has a natural feel for the ball is, you know, where it's coming down, where it is on the field you know he has got good ball tracking skills and he gets in the blocking that's an important trade too for a wide receiver if you don't believe me ask the you know offensive coach in the nfl um you know they like receivers that can get into blocking and of course that helps out the running game as well okay the negatives right every every single prospect in the draft every draft has positives and they have negatives and uh, Jalen polk is no exception to that um he's got a methodical release uh, that's one of the things i notated as a negative here um you know he He's uh, got slight periodic laziness. Let's just call it what it is when running his routes. Um, you know, sometimes this manifests on game film by him not reaching the uh, catch point location fast enough where the quarterback expects him to be when the ball's coming uh, towards him. Um, also, he has an average. Not good, not great, but an average catch radius. A little bit disappointing because of his length and because of his natural wingspan. You see on the screen there with his arms, uh, he's got an average catch radius. Again, I, I, I believe that on packing terms, one of my biggest pet peeves are announcers who just talk football without unpacking things. Um, you know, when I talk about catch radius, that's kind of the circumference from top to bottom, which a receiver uh, can go up or go sideways or down or adjust uh, to catch the football. And uh, his catch radius, Polk's catch radius is good. I mean, average, not good, not great. Um, to conclude, uh, before I turn it over to you, Mr. Turner, um, you know, in summary, two words, Jalen Polk. 
Uh, remember, you heard it here first. This guy is going to be a gamer in the National Football League. Your thoughts on number two on your screen, uh, probably number one in the hearts of a lot of Washington fans up there with the Huskies, uh, Mr. Turner. Man, when I think about Jalen Polk, I think about the state of Texas because there's a good friend of ours that's from Lufkin, Texas, where Mr. Polk is from. But I'm going to start with his hands. When I look at all the receivers that's in this draft from Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Doozy, Mr. Polk hands are like a Venus flytrap. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's like the ball sticks to his hands. Mm-hmm. And then I always like these prospects that's got production. His time at Texas Tech and his time at Washington, he's got over 143 career receptions, over 2,231 yards, 18 touchdowns. But what you was talking about, Mr. DK, yards after catch, mm. yards after catch. And then my comparisons, you know, I go old school here because I'm 63 years old. <laughs> but to me, he got a little bit of Haven Moses in him that played with the Denver Broncos. He got a little bit of Isaac Curtis that played with the Cincinnati Bengals. He got a little bit of Tony Hill. Remember him playing mm. with the Dallas Cowboys, same sure size, same glad and speed. Then he got a little bit of Roy Green, Henderson State University. They played with the St. Louis Cardinals. They played DB in cornerback in the league and played it at a high level and made the Pro Bowl at both positions. But when you look at this young man, his size is excellent, 6'2", 204. And the thing about him that you want to know that he's going to see, he's from Lufkin, Texas. My man's hometown, Mr. Mark Denham, who got one of the best voices in all of radio and television. And people don't know in that little town of Lufkin, Texas, it's some high-level football players that came out of there. Can I say Kenny Houston? Can I say Des Bryant? Can I say Dante Hall? Can I say Terrence Keel? Can I say Reggie McNeil? Can I say Jacoby Shepard? Can I say TJ Turner? Can I say the young man is starting right now for the New Orleans Saints at center Eric McCoy? It's a football factory down there in Lufkin, Texas. And Mr. Polk is going to represent at a high level. And I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, where there's almost over a million people. But think about this. I think Lufkin, Texas only has between maybe to 70, 100,000 people. And think about all those great football players that came out of there. Kenny Houston, one more time, a Hall of Famer. Rex Hotnock, who's an outstanding player at Texas Tech in the league. Anthony Denham, that went to Notre Dame. Jermichael Finley, that went to Texas. T.J. Turner, University of Houston. I don't have to say no more. Mr. Polk is going to represent like his homeboy, Mr. Dez Bryant, who had outstanding career with the Dallas Cowboys. Back over to you, Mr. Daniel Kelly, today here on 100 Yards of Football. Hey, some good stuff, Mr. Turner. I love the enthusiasm, the excitement, the energy in which you unpack these guys and compare them. Very important. I know I've touched on this a number of shows, but it's very important to understand the history of the game uh, and be able to, you know, really to do a proper projection, I feel you need to understand the history of the game as well as the game, the present game, and kind of understand the trajectory of where the game's headed. Uh, So nice job, nice breakdown in those comparisons. I noticed you threw in a couple Dallas Cowboys conveniently uh, being a Cowboys fan. You notice the gear I'm wearing today, the um, the alumni jacket I got in my interview with the uh, Washington Redskins uh, in 2019, when I interviewed with the president of the team, Bruce Allen. Um, and so I noticed you kind of like really ho- you came back a second time on the Des Bryant. Uh, and, and I really like that uh, because 
this guy is for real. He's not getting the press. He's not getting the media hype. He's not getting those type of things. But listen, the National Football League is this. It's become a passing game. This is not, you know, our fathers or our grandfathers NFL where it's three yards on a cloud of dust. This is about throwing the football with 31 out of 32 teams with NFL uh, team rankings uh, dot com. Uh, you know, they talk about the, you know, teams throwing the ball more than, you know, 50 percent of the time. I think seven teams from memory through the ball more than 60% of the time, including the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. This is about advancing the ball downfield. That's what the game is right now. And outside of quarterbacks, I'm going to go ahead and say it, in my mind as being someone who's worked in the league and had the privilege of working with uh, on staff with Hall of Fame head coach Bill Parcells, had the privilege of interning with Hall of Fame head coach Tony Dungy when he was a defensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings. To me, uh, wide receivers really the second most important position yes i said it a second most important position because number one right is quarterback number two receivers you can't you can't complete a pass I don't care who the quarterback is unless you have great receivers, okay, and receivers are going to go get the ball. The thing about Polk is he's going to go get the football. He's extremely competitive. He's extremely aggressive. This is a guy to watch in the 2024 NFL draft. I have personally signed off on him on my website, firstroundmock.com, is a first-round valuation. What Does that mean he's going to go in the first round? I can't predict what a league is going to do that that made Brock Purdy Mr. Irrelevant. I can't predict that. But what I can tell you is his skill set. Go watch the tape for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Respect is earned. His game film translates to a successful NFL wide receiver. The traits that you look for are the traits that he has. This guy is going to make a quarterback in the National Football League look even better and this guy is going to move the meter and help a team win going forward. My final words today here on 100 Yards for Football. I'd like to give special thanks to Mr. G- I mean, excuse me, to Mr. Logan Landers. I put mm. today for making us look good in his talent. I'd like to give special thanks to the young man who broke down an observation and evaluation of Mr. J. Lynn Polk, my man, Mr. D.K. Daniel Kelly. My final words about Mr. Polk, he's from an outstanding town in the state of Texas, Lufkin, Texas. I've never been there, but one day I'm going to visit because of all the great football history. Let me throw another gentleman there, Joel Williams, who played to the University of Wyoming. There was eventually a draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys. But you got to look at the water in that lake that come out of Lufkin. It doesn't change. And Mr. Polk is going to change that. And when I think about Jay Lynn Polk, I think about the group Parliament. Flashlight, red light, green light. That young man is going to take it to the next level, man, in the National Football League. If you like the video today, please come in and share it. We surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards Football. Special thanks one more time to my producer, the very talented Logan Landers, and the gentleman on the screen that made it happen today. The best in the business. I call him the Theo Collins of the 20. 20-
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.